In a world where tomorrow's blockbusters reign, three millennials look back on our generation's classics, on our generation's classics, our generation's classics, and remember. Hey everyone, welcome to Millennials of the Movie House, the podcast where three friends watch our generation's beloved movies of yesterday and review them from our modern adult perspectives. I'm Betsy. I'm Tracy. And I'm Serena. And I completely forgot that I had a new intro. Okay. I did too. <laughs> I was like, oh, oh, yeah, okay. okay. From our adult perspective. Oh, God. <laughs> and today we watched A Knight's Tale, Aww. 2001, written and directed by Brian Helgeland. Oh, that's starring, a name. Yeah, that's a heck of a name. Starring Heath Ledger, Shannon Sossaman, Rufus Sewell. I'm just going to run through everybody. Yep. Mark Addy, Alan Tudyk, Paul Bettany, Laura Frazier, Berenice Bejo, and James Purefoy. Quick synopsis, Tracy, go. <laughs> Did you forget? Yeah. We've done 50, 50 plus episodes, hon. <laughs> I'm just glad that she's the one that's taking the brunt each time because I remember the few times <laughs> when you've done the Serena go and I'm not okay. Those are not okay. <laughs> I don't do well. I took Trump. notes. I have other notes. I was here early. <laughs> okay. Would you like tale. me to do it? I mean, it no, I got this. I got this. Okay. Back, okay. Back off. Nope. No. <laughs> <laughs> All right. A Knight's Tale is about a, is he a squire? Is that the term for it? A knight squire? Uh, uh, I think that's right. I think, I don't think he's even a squire. I think he's like a servant. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. So it's, the story is about William, who is a knight's helper, um, who always dreamed of being a knight. And basically was to like, and his father, like to, to better himself kind of gave him into a life of service for a night. Mm-hmm. Um, well, at the beginning of the movie, we find out that the night has died in quite- an unfortunate way. <laughs> yeah. I couldn't figure out what the reason was that he died, but it was just the whole after yeah. scene yeah. when they're beating him. <laughs> yeah. Beating the um, dead body. <laughs> And they haven't eaten in three days. And they're like, we need to win something to earn money so we can eat. So William is like, take his his armor off, put it on me. Even if basically he doesn't have as long as he doesn't die, they'll get something. Right. Because uh, Sir Hector was in such a good position in the tournament. Yeah. All he had to do was stay on the horse. Like, show was up. It. Yeah. yeah. So they did that and they earned money and basically he's like split it three ways between his two buddies and was like, okay. And then he had a thought and he's like, listen, if we pool our money and spend it on like fixing, fixing the armor and training, we can keep doing this. But the catch is only nobility was allowed to compete. So he had to pretend to be who pretend to be nobility. Um, so between adventures meeting uh, Jeffrey Chaucer as his basically his bard, um, they compete in tournaments, fall in love with the girl, um, you know, and find out the true meaning of friendship. <laughs> wow, you spend so much on the exposition, like the first ten minutes of the movie, and then just- <laughs> that, that ending is just um, there's a bad you know, guy in there. <laughs> there's a bad guy in there who wants to win, who wants to win not just to win, but to win the girl that has now caught William's eye, and they they like each other. And, um, but William also gains 
loyalty from the crown prince. Right. So that, you know, and of course, like any good rom-com, he gets discovered and outed as not nobility. So he's put in the stocks. But then because he was so nice to the prince, the prince knighted him Mm -hmm. and he truly became a real knight. And he was able to be come. He was able to be compete in a joust as himself, as Sir William Thatcher. And his father was actually able to come and listen. And, you know, oh, yeah, that's that scene. Yeah. And he's reunited with his father. Yeah. So that was the other like confusion I had was like the prince was able to make him a knight. Like he made him. Well, this is that's all I say. So then what I say goes <laughs> like, kind of that's like exactly that. it. Yeah. He did give kind of like a oh, yeah, my researchers finally found this ancient. Life. But it was everyone knew what yeah. it was. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. He's the prince. He does what he wants. I mean, he even he, I think he even says like in what my my say goes. So, yeah, right. Too bad. Right. Exactly. Yeah. All right. Good synopsis. Good synopsis. So I grew up with this movie, of course. I think Tracy did too. Serena, this is your first and second watches. I, I, for some reason, I think that I've seen this in bits and pieces in the past, Mm -hmm. but I don't know if it's it's, on TBS all the time. I was just going to say, or it it was, it used to always be on TV. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I I watched it and I'm like, okay, well, I've seen scenes for it. I have seen scenes. I remember him being a babe for the first 20 minutes with the long hair. Oh, I don't know why they changed no, it. No, 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 no. After I love him cut. with long hair. No, no, I love no, no, him. With I long love hair. him with medium with perfect hair. that. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Nope. I even uh, made he, a note about how this was peak Heath Ledger hair. I was going to say your hair. He kind of reminded me of what's his name from uh, Thor. Yes. Yes. Thor. Yeah. Yeah. Such like just whatever, babe. So (laughs) there's quotes that people have said to me from this movie. Like, right. Like there are quotes in this movie that even without seeing it, I'm like, wait a minute. I know that. Yep. So, um, so there was that, but I don't know. Like, like, I remember the whole premise. I just, like, don't recall watching it start to finish. Mm-hmm. Now did, I've seen it twice in you, the past two weeks. <laughs> did you enjoy it? I did. Yeah. I feel like I usually get bored in, like, fight scenes or, mm-hmm. like, the jousting yeah, stuff. I was, like, I, the first time I watched it, I was exhausted. So I was, like, dozing off. Yeah. I'm glad I did the rewatch, kind of brushed up on it today. Um, they so never super duper focus on like there's no like epic fight scene or anything like that more than anything else it's a romance it's just a romance. yeah yeah so i figured that would you know keep your interest a little bit um sorry. yeah no it was good it was yeah. good um i liked it yeah i i don't know i don't mean i don't remember how long this movie was over two hours i think it's like 212 yeah so um and the girl uh jocelyn i love her character i do too and I have comments about that because I did yeah, not I like do her as a kid. Not, I don't I, like her. Oh, you I don't did like not her? Like her as a kid. She always annoyed me. And I was like, you know, like, why is she making him lose? Like, I always hated that part. And like playing with him in like, you know. Okay. But, no, but, I like her character. Right. Oh, you, oh, you're saying you don't like the actress. I don't like the actress. Okay. And I well, not necessarily the actress. I don't like I didn't like her her hair. I didn't like her costumes. I didn't I mean, like that's not that her fault. part. No, that's not her fault. I didn't. Like oh yeah, that the hair. I know what that's the hell? fair. 
I also have comments on that, but, um, but she had the strong, an, independent, oh, strong, independent vibe. I really loved her character. Yeah. She yeah. had a great character. Yeah. We'll talk yeah. about that. Oh more. yeah. Yeah. No, I like the character. Um, but let's, but, but going back to the hair and the, and the costumes. And I, I agree. I actually, the, her hair and her costume specifically, I was not a fan, but generally speaking, I do love the, the purposeful anachronisms when yeah. they oh, do yeah. that, like yeah. Moulin Rouge did it, came, came out in a similar, I know you don't like Moulin Rouge for different reasons, but a similar, <laughs> similar year, you know, similar era. And they did that anachronism as well. Yeah. I like that that style you know yeah like just because yeah. you're doing a historical period movie doesn't mean you have to keep it perfectly historical if you do it right yes yeah. i i immediately think of romeo and juliet yes Rome- perfect I, I where i where i i think you're right and when did moulin rouge come out um it was right around there i'm, I'm blanking on yeah, the year i was gonna say but- i feel like that was very it was a thing it was yeah. it was how you're right like like just because you're doing historical stuff doesn't mean you have to be, you know, you're going to be inaccurate anyway. So right. you might as well make lean like into a trope, it, lean into right. it. Right. Stylized right. And, yeah. Yeah. Yep. yeah. I was going to say like, right when they opened and the, the first off, the soundtrack was one of my favorite parts. Great. I know we're great. Soundtrack. So 70s rock. Oh, yeah. So but good. it was like, um, they, they, they had the great music, but as soon as they were like the, we will, what yes. is that queen? Yep. So I was like, okay, they didn't have this song back then. Something's <laughs> off, something's off. But I, I was like, okay, then this is actually going to keep my interest peak because I can relate to the music, like mm-hmm. and enjoy it. Like you yeah. said, the costumes and the hair and everything right. was, yeah. Yeah, always leaned a little nineties or, right. you know, right. Yeah. His little, uh, his, his, uh, I don't know what they called it, but basically his blazer. That they made out of like the tent. <laughs> his tunic, his uh, tunic. Vest. Yeah, that, um, that Roland made. That Roland oh made. Who I love that actor and I love that character. It's a great character. Yeah. If ever you want a good movie that he is in, um, what is it? Uh, Full Monty. I mean, yeah. oh yeah, yeah, can't be yeah. Full Monty. Yes, some yeah. costumes I didn't mind. You know me in the fashions. No, no, there was no, just, and there was a couple. I, but a I'm, couple I'm totally of her dresses and a couple of her hairstyles. I was just like, what are you doing? Yeah. yeah her with the hair like- in the banquet is the worst where it's like just all over. But that's yeah. the most not that is yeah. the most early 2000s hair. Like I'm surprised there weren't movie. butterfly clips in her hair. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Where I, I almost feel like if there were butterfly clips in her hair, I would have been like, OK, well, but but at the, on the other hand, I feel like a lot of it was still kind of timeless because they never went like pure nineties. So it was, it never felt dated except for that one hairstyle. It was weird. I don't know why. Anyway. So I asked my mom because I vaguely remember her talking about this movie and Mm -hmm. telling me to watch it a long time ago. And I was like, you know, if there's anything, uh, tell me what to say if you want to add anything to our podcast. Cause I pretty sure she was obsessed with this movie. (laughs) And then she goes, when him and Jocelyn dance, the song is Bowie's golden years. I was just going to ask you guys what that song was, because I yeah. was literally like, I love that song. It's a great song. Doo-doo-doo. That one, right? Yeah. Doo-doo-doo. Golden years. Yeah. I love that song. That, that might've been my favorite scene actually. And I got to say, like, I mean, I was 13 when this movie came out. This was one of my earlier introductions to Queen and to David Bowie and to like some of these hmm. some of these legends who, you know, 
I'm not going to go out. I mean, first off, 13 was, you know, maybe LimeWire era. Like you couldn't just YouTube songs. Like, yeah, that's yeah, true. yeah. Kind of, you know, so if your parents didn't have the CD. You didn't have it. Right. Exactly. Right, exactly. Yep. So uh, so there was a little bit of introducing me to some, you know, some classics in this movie. Let's go back to the actor list for a second, because this was our I mean, at least my this was my first introduction to Alan Tudyk and to Paul Bettany. Yes. So, and those two have steadily, you know, become staples in Hollywood in a weird little way. So, um, Alan Tudyk for basically playing the same character he always plays, which is not a bad thing. But Paul Bettany, he had a lot of comedic moments in this movie, and he does not usually do comedy. He did, but he had them in a very, like, he was playing Jeffrey Chaucer. Right. Like, which is, he's, He's funny, but also very British and proper, yeah. which is very Paul Bettany. Yeah. You know what I mean? True, like, true. Like, yeah. Nope. I, I got you. But seeing Chaucer, I mean, I, I just randomly like was, saw clips of um, Infinity Wars, I want to say, or maybe not even if yeah, Infinity Wars, like maybe mm-hmm. last week. So going from Vision to Jeffrey Chaucer, yes. it's just like, whoa, like really, I, really different. I don't know. Like, yes, but I still there. There is still know. that twinkle, there that is little, the, yeah, that little something. Yeah. Yeah, I got you. And not just because it's the same actor. It's like the his delivery of things, yeah. I feel like. Yeah, fair, fair. Well, and now that I say it, like he does, I just said he doesn't do comedy, but he was pretty comedic in a weird way in WandaVision. Yeah, yeah. He's a good actor. He he's is a good actor. actor. We talked about Paul Bettany. We talked about Alan Tudyk. I mean, Heath Ledger. I think this is peak Heath Ledger. This That's is, what my boss just said. She said that this was the peak Keith Ledger. Yeah, it absolutely yep. is. Um, even though I feel like the first thing I really fell in love with him for was 10 Things I Hate About You. I yeah. think that first came thing first. That him on the map. Even though I fell in love with him for 10 Things I Hate About You, when I think about Heath Ledger, this is the look this that I think movie. of. This is mm-hmm. the, the the hair, the smile, the, mm-hmm. the everything. This is peak Heath Ledger. Yep, I'm with you on that. I feel like if you were to Google him, this would be the first picture would be something from this movie would be the thing that came up. I although, although the, the Joker, he was really big in. Yes. Yep. yep. That's what you'll see. Yep. Joker almost kind of eclipsed his other roles. And yeah. Oh, let's not forget about a night's tale, guys. No. Oh, it's so and you can see like granted in this movie, even though this was like just a silly rom-com. You had some talent in this movie. Oh God, yeah. Include, I mean, in Heath Ledger, very much so. Like even Rufus Sewell and um, James Purefoy, like they have gone on to have very strong careers. You know, yeah. everyone who came out of this movie has had a strong career. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it was it was kind of one of those like right time, right place, right script, right cast. Yeah. In my opinion, it's just a really solid movie. Yep. All right. Well, so does anyone, did anyone have any like standout moments that um, as adults, you were like, oh my God, I really love this that you didn't really think of as a kid. So I was just going to, the only thing I was going to say is from what I remember, I don't, I would have not paid attention as a child to her uh, Jocelyn's role um, being strong, independent, powerful female in a time where, you know, at this point in time, they were supposed to be silent right mm-hmm. so so i wouldn't have picked up on that as a youngin and now it's like one of the first things that comes to my mind is like yeah. ooh, i like her she's spicy 
Yes. I, I made a note. There's, there's a line where she's having the, uh, they're having the argument in the church, which by the way, is one of my favorite scenes because it's a long oh. shot. Oh it's yeah. Like this tableau setup. Of course you guys know that it's one of my favorite scenes. Um, but she gets shushed and she says, don't shush me and spare him. And it's yeah. like that, that was like the encapsulation of her character is yep. she knows her role in society, but she, she's going to do what she can with the power that she has, because, you know, especially in this situation, she, her one job is to marry. So she's going to marry the right person. And if she has to put him through some tests, she has to put him through some tests. That's the, that's just life. Yeah. So yeah. I actually really did. I really liked her character as an adult. And I, I kind of forgot that um, from when I was a kid. I, yes, I didn't appreciate her as uh as a young teen. So I was like, who doesn't love Heath Ledger? Of right. course, like anything right. he does is the best thing ever. So and then I remember um, I forgot. And then I remembered Kate. Yes. The blacksmith. Yeah. Because I, oh, yeah. I love her. Yeah. Just love her. If this had been any other movie, she would have been the love interest. Yes. Yeah. So. so I wondered that's what I that's what my initial thought was where like I wouldn't have fallen in love with was it Jocelyn Mm -hmm. I would have fallen in love with Kate yeah but then I was like I kind of appreciated that he didn't that she was just one of the boys exactly they kind of gave her a backstory uh, that she was a widow um that she she didn't need to be romanced by any of the boys she was one of them which I actually really really liked. So Absolutely I was like, agree. you know what? Never mind. This is good. I like her being part of the team. Right. Cause they pair off, obviously they pair off Jocelyn, but they even pair off. Um, what's her name? Christiana. Um, a little bit with Roland, but, yeah. but Kate, you just, yeah. Like, like you yeah. said, she's one of the guys and they didn't feel the need to give her a romance, which yeah. usually every female has a, has somebody even just a little hint. Yeah. But no. Yeah. All right. Where were you guys? When this movie came out, do you guys remember seeing this movie for the first time? I can't say I remember seeing it for like the first time. Mm-hmm. Um, I must have seen it in theaters. I was 16. I was a sophomore in, in high school. I mean, I definitely had Heath Ledger's picture hanging in my locker. Like he was he was my like he was my guy. Like, you know how a lot of people had like in sync or whatever. I'm sure I had pictures of them, but Heath Ledger was yeah, one for me. Yep. I just, <laughs> Total oh babe. my god, yeah. Chad Michael Murray. See, see, yeah. <laughs> um, so if you were sixteen, then I was fifteen, which makes sense because it was 01. Yep. and I don't know what the hell I was doing. I think I just moved to Sudbury like a year before, and I, I think I like missed that whole era. I was thirteen, and I feel like again, I yeah, same as you. I don't remember. I don't remember ever not knowing this movie. Yeah, <laughs> so, same. You know, it same. was just there, but it was definitely that age group that I'm sure I went with my friends to mm-hmm. the local cinema, or like our parents dropped us off and we went yep. to see the new Heath Ledger movie. You know, <laughs> just that age. <laughs> yeah, um, I was just gonna say that I was. Uh, it was a sophomore in, in high school, and I think it was sophomore year. We were reading the Canterbury Tales, yeah. which was just ironic, ironic and kind of a good timing on my part where this is loosely based on the Canterbury. Tales. I mean, Chaucer right. a was a tale. character in yeah. A Knight's Tale. Right. So and they even like I, I appreciated 
they um they even make a point of him saying i'm gonna rem- i'm gonna make you immortal down. or no i'm gonna make you a more the partner and the summoner who also yes. had tails yes that and he was like, here he's like, i have I'm that make you immortal or whatever yep, like. i've got that as one of my quotes um he goes be gone i'm done with you except to exact my revenge i will eviscerate you in fiction every pimple every character flaw i was naked for a day you will be naked for eternity and that was to Peter, the partner and Simon, the summoner. And there's the partner's tale and the summoner's tale in two of which I've never read. But now I'm like, I wonder if it's like they're like scathing uh, tales about. these. Yeah, two. I'm curious to see if the actors they got, because, again, I didn't read those either. Um, but I'm if they have a description of the those two right. people, yeah. if the actors in this movie like roughly match it, look like match it. Yeah, yeah. I would appreciate that thoroughly. Yeah. So is so the movie is based on the Canterbury Tales. A night's did you loosely did you ever have to read a night's I mean Canterbury Tales? Uh if I did, I didn't do it. I think the first story is called A Night's Tale. Oh is it the first one? Yeah, I think, the first I think one? so. No, it's I like think right. one of them was called And the night is mentioned, I think, in the prologue as yeah. well, or something like that. So is it like um, a novel or is it like a historical thing? It's like an anthology it's, of wow. It, the whole know. thing is set up as they these group of travelers are traveling from London to Canterbury and they're having a contest and they each tell a tale to see which one's the, the best. Oh, OK. But okay. it was written in like the Middle Ages. Yeah. All right. So how do we think this holds up? As as 2021 folks looking back at a 2001 movie, this is 20 years old. It can't believe it's that. I can't believe it's that long ago. I know. I know crazy it just feels like literally a couple weeks ago i was 15 it's weird it's so weird it's interesting because of the anachronisms and you had said bets that it wasn't exclusively like 90s fashion not really Mm. right there was like some of like some of the hair there was some like remnants because that was when it kind of well it came out in 2001 but like even even the quote that i always say from this it's called the lance hello like who says hello Hello. yeah i know that's true that was one of the quotes i screen capped yeah yeah. but then all the music is very 70s Mm, yes so it's like okay kind of it's almost like a little bit it's almost like um it was not to say that we would have gone with our parents, but had we gone to the movies with our parents, it would have been catering to the, some of the soundtrack would have been catering to that age generation. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah. And yeah, then yeah. there's also like the romance part. So that would have like, you know, we were eating that up mm-hmm. and I don't know. Like I just, yeah, the, it is, it's rom commy medieval-y. Oh yeah. It's something. really hard to define. It, a, it's a genre all over hard. the but I like it. <laughs> yeah. And I feel like the little subtle things that were very, were very nineties or, or two thousands, like Gen Z wouldn't pick up on. And right. if they didn't, it wouldn't make a difference. Yeah. It wouldn't I, matter. I gotta say, I mean, I really think this fully holds up and it even, even just the fact that like, it was well written. The plot yeah. structure was really solid and good acting. You had a lot of different characters kind of doing their thing and it was well rounded. Yeah, right. It was like a well rounded film. Like all the actors, you get like a little taste of everything. You got a multi genre type movie with like great music and yeah. So and that's why we're 
we're rec- like not rec- but we're saying it's good. But sometimes and maybe at the time, a mixed genre has a hard time finding its niche. Like it's- that's exactly it. Yes. Yeah. yeah, I feel like I feel like nowadays we have mixed genre shows and movies and it's just not a big deal and whatever. You don't have to classify things so resolutely. Whereas in back then, like, you know, what are you like? Think of the Princess Bride. It didn't quite like what was it? Right. Is it an adventure? Is it a romance? Is it comedy? Who knows? And, you know, that ill definition might might deter people from seeing it. Yeah. 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 That's fair. I mean, I feel like I had a different idea of what it was going to be. And then when I started watching it, I was like, okay, I'm getting a hint of a deja vu but at the same time i'm like this isn't what i thought it was gonna be mm-hmm. and i was pleasantly surprised mm-hmm. well because it was i feel like it was when did robin hood come out 90 <sighs> mid 90s early to okay. mid 90s all right are so you talking had about prince that, of thieves yes prince yeah. of thieves and then what about like uh, man in the iron mask or mass or, or, or zorro i felt oh, like zorro it once was, it was like oh, 99 yeah. maybe it was kind of like we were oh, we were we liked those Zorro. movies. We had a bunch the of those Zorro movies come was out. A really solid movie, guys. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> oh gosh. You could see her face. That's she sounded like crying. a full-on flashback right I now of like movie. Yeah. But like we but yeah, kind of had mummy, a lot of those you know? older, but this had that twist, that like kind of a rom-com mm-hmm. twist to it stylized there yeah just, it was it yeah. just a style to it a little lighter you know yeah much a little lighter. less on it the was adventure like a, a little teen. more on the romance comedy yeah. yeah i'm okay with all of it yeah yeah she's like i'm here for it i'm here like for it. every last bit of it yep <laughs> all right so 20 years gone now that we God. can look it back on it so how has it affected our generation i don't know I- if I was going to say no right off the bat, but then all the quotes, I'm like, I don't know. Like, it's kind of stuck with us. Definitely. I mean, with our quotes, generation, even if people don't quite register that they're quoting from a night's sale, definitely some of the quotes have pervaded, but I almost feel like it's more just Heath Ledger in general has really, you know, that's what I was going to say. It yeah. was iconic Heath Ledger. Yeah. Yeah. His death is really, really affected. Well, affected me, but I think like it it, it shook generation the, it, it, it shook did. the generation Everyone i remember this and and correct me if i'm wrong i feel like this was one of the major like celebrity deaths that happened in the age of social media it did yeah so it was one of the first ones that i was gonna say it was early social media knew, yeah early social media but we knew immediately, immediately. within yep. hours of his death I was at knew work about when I it. found out. Yeah. I, I remember at, where I was when I found out. I was out. at home. Yep. I was at yep. one of my apartments and like my brother called me like, like it was, it was bizarre that we knew compared to like, we would have picked up and read about it in a magazine or the, you know, inquire or something yep. like maybe a day or two later or something yep. like that or on the news. But this was immediate and it was shocking that we would find out news that quickly I just yeah. I remember that being I will say I didn't find out on social media I didn't find out on my phone but it was still that immediate response and it was it was somebody walked in and was like buying a pack of cigarettes or something was like did you hear that Heath Ledger died and we were all like what like yeah. it, everybody was talking about it immediately it was yeah. just it was a like very inst- big thing instant instant buzz yeah 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 yep Oof. 
I mean, the good yeah, news is we yeah. have an awesome movie like this to remember him by. Oh, well, that's the yes. thing. It's like we have we have he lives on forever. Yeah. So uh, so I did mention the don't shush me and spare him quote, which is a quote that I I've never put out like I never like picked it out of the crowd. Yeah. Um, what other what other quotes did you guys catch? I mean, popular or, you know, or like, I, you know, hidden gems. I have a few. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Um, and I bet I feel like Tracy always has like so many good quotes. So I like always try and sneak in quicker. No, so I don't I- have any. Okay. You have been weighed. You've been weighed. You have been measured and you've, you've been, been measured. Walking. Yep. That's good. I have heard and- that so many times and I never knew that that, that was from this. I, I wonder if it's from something other than yeah, this. Like if it's that's from like Chaucer or from something that would be yeah. interesting to think of that. But I also really, really, really liked the um the the cinematography when like he's they knock him down and all of them their yeah. faces come together and yep. say it. And Brilliant. he does his little smile before he says his line. Yeah. 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 So that's the thing. And you know, that's the other thing. Tracy, you love when quotes come back around to the other end of the yes. movie. Yep. This is I, I was this thinking is, of you for yep. that. Thank you. Um, yes. It's it's a paraphrase of a of a biblical quote. And I will say that there are a couple of biblical references throughout the movie, but mm-hmm. it's not it's not that exact phrasing. It's a little different. And it's not like in your face either. Like some people get turned away by certain movies that. Oh, no, no. It's not a religious movie. It's just they had some biblical references because it's middle ages of course you're going to throw some right exactly you're going to have some yeah yeah all right what other Um, quotes you got in there so then the other one is when um the bishop is speaking to jocelyn in the church and and you know yes pray the the years come quickly and take your beauty so that you may serve him better and she goes "God, god god why did you curse me with this face and i have seen people like enact that too yeah so, yeah, so that one stood out. And then there was one other. Oh, yeah. Change your stars and live a better life than I have. I mean, that one is. It's classic, like parent, I screwed up my life or whatever, but I want you to have a better life for yourself. Like that just that quote just kind of kind of encompasses the whole father and son, parent and child. Um. So that those were my two major ones that stuck out where. I've definitely heard those outside of this movie, mm-hmm. unaware that this is where they maybe came from. Yep. Try. The thing we didn't really touch on is, is well, we talked about uh, Prince Edward a little bit, mm-hmm. um, but I, I forgot about that part in the movie where he, he fought him anyway, even though he knew it was the yeah. prince and he kind of gained his, his trust. His, yeah. I, I, I definitely forgot it because that was like, that was a major plot point. I it think. was. And at the end, the, the, this is the other quote I have um, when he's saving him from the stock stocks or whatever he go. Edward says to William, what a pair we make, huh? Both trying to hide who we are, both unable to do so. Your men love you. If I knew nothing else about you, that would be enough. But you yeah. also tilt when you should one. withdraw. And that's nightly too. And so like slightly too, I love that line. Yeah, Where, I liked that quote as well. I didn't write that down, but that's a good one. His friends, his the the boys and Kate go up there to like because the whole point of the stocks is is public humiliation and they can like throw things at him and hit him and do whatever they want. They stood up there to literally defend him. 
Um, and I think that is telling, like when your friends stand up for you, it says something about who you are. Mm-hmm. I agree. And I think that that's a good example. The, the whole subplot with the prince is a good example of how complex the story actually is. It's actually a pretty, mm. there's a lot of interweaving happening in the plot points, but it was so cleanly done that it didn't feel con- con- convoluted or forced or anything. It was just, it made it well paced. I just yeah. appreciate that. Yeah. Yeah. I liked it. I'd watch it again. Well, you can, it's on Netflix. I know. You know what? That's funny. Funny. You should say that. Cause I was sitting in the car in a parking lot parked, of course. And I was like, oh yeah, I have Netflix on my phone. I could, I could recap this right now. <laughs> and I did. I just want to shout out again, Heath Ledger's smile. Oh yeah. Right. Just, oh like, my God. It reminded me again of why I loved him. So Martini shot, would you recommend this movie? I I would, but I honestly don't know why it's fun. Right. right. You know what I mean? It's just, it's just good time. It's, it's a good just, time. You get to like Pleasure. turn off your brain, get yeah. some, make some popcorn, sit back, relax. Yeah. I don't think there's anything wrong with that. Okay. All right. Yeah. Yeah. Classic Heath Ledger. I say yes, obviously. I say yes. I say too. yes. I say yes for Heath and the fact that the movie holds up, even though it's a mixed genre. I like it. I agree. I agree. So. Yep. Solid. Yes. All right, guys, we're going to, we're going to do our spin for our next movie. Oh yeah. Oh, yes. Okay, yes. Okay. Queens, Here we go. Queens. All right. There's no, I feel like I should have like a, yeah. Thank you. Oh, Romeo Michelle's high school reunion. Yes. Ooh, Ooh, okay. I wanted to watch that. All it's right. An interesting choice. All right. All right. I've never so seen it. Next time. Romeo and Michelle's high school reunion, everybody. All right. And so before we, uh, before we sign off, uh, does anyone have any other uh, recommendations they want to give? What What have you guys been watching? What do you want to give a shout oh, out yeah. to? Yeah, hmm. I forgot what um, I said last week. Do we remember what I said last week? I don't. I'm still on Gossip Girl. Oh, you said Gossip Girl last week. You did yeah. say Gossip Girl last week. <laughs> That's totally fine. My coworkers have convinced me to watch The Bachelorette. Oh, oh my god wow. yeah we this is wow. i think it's season 18 i have never watched a single episode of the bachelor the bachelorette nothing yeah i usually do not like I, i'm not a big reality it's, tv i could do it, like, say, shows and i can do that kind of stuff um we shall see uh, we haven't talked about it yet at work so um uh, yeah. I, you know, I judge you, but you have discovered this weekend that I have watched trash reality TV. Yes. I was just so... going to say trash TV, but I didn't want to like don't... offend the yeah. masses. I've I, only watched the first episode so far. I mean, it's DVR or whatever. I'll, I'll catch up. Um, and I was like, oh, okay. I'll, I'll pick, you know, the first episode you have like 30 guys or something. And it's like, who's, you know, who's, and I'm like, all right stupid cliche stupid oh i'll pick this one he seems like a genuinely nice guy this will be fine i i fell for the show antics because i thought i was trying to be the one to pick the nice guy and he already has like a past and he's already got like i'm sure they all have something and i was like nope they got me they duped me i thought i was trying to pull one over on them and they pull little one do you over know there are yep. no nice guys no there are <laughs> no nice guys show <laughs> oh lordy well good luck with that all right so 
Thanks for joining us. If you like what you hear, you can find more great episodes over on our website, www.millennialsatthemoviehouse.com or wherever you find your podcasts. Curious about updates, extras from our episodes, or want to add your two cents about a reviewed movie? We're also on Twitter and Instagram. Our handle for both is at the movie Millies. Check us out and make sure to follow us. So until next time, we're millennials and we'll see you at the movie house. Thank you.